One of the hardest but easiest questions that I get all the time is how to choose a niche for your blog or a topic for your blog. And after all, this is super important because this could be the difference between your blog taking off and finally creating that passive income that you've always been looking for or it falling completely flat and you losing out on six months of your life. In this episode, I'm going to show you how I save time when choosing a profitable niche by using this new process that I use to find niches that I am absolutely obsessed with. And welcome to episode 55 of the Blogger Evolution. My name is Chris and here we talk about building passive income streams that work for you so you don't have to. Hope you're having a wonderful week. So glad to have you here. Man, summer is coming to a complete close. And even though it's still, you know, wicked hot outside, we're doing back to school shopping. And going to be honest, you know, we're buying all the things. We're getting backpacks and crayons and and construction paper. Do you remember construction paper? Like, for whatever reason, that's like one thing that I just do not remember. Uh, I mean, definitely use it a lot in in elementary school. But construction paper is still a thing, you know, by the way. Uh, So what are you buying your kids? Have you even started your uh, back to school? shopping yet. If you have, let me know down in the comments what you're getting. Maybe give me a couple of hints as to what Benji could use. Um, if you're listening to us over on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, glad to have you here as well. Every second that you're listening, I do appreciate every one of it, every one of them because I know that your time is valuable. So let's go ahead and jump right into this Um be sure to go check out my free passive income training that I have over at bloggerevolution.com slash workshop. That's bloggerevolution.com slash workshop. There will be a link down in the description or in the show notes. Check it out. It's a free passive training that I show you exactly how I was able to take blogging and affiliate marketing, literally marry the two to the point to where I was able to make enough income to retire my wife and even quit my job unexpectedly, to be honest. But uh, you, the whole story is in the training. So be sure to go check it out over at bloggerevolution.com com slash workshop. So let's go ahead and jump in this uh, niche selection process that I teased at the beginning. And we're going to start off with number three. So number three is to corner a broad market. Now, I know that that sounds a little complicated, but I'm going to be honest, it, it's not. Now, back in 2016, I had an idea for a site. And that site was going to be about LARPing. Now, if you ever heard of LARPing, it's an acronym, A, sorry, L-A-R-P, which means live action role play. And uh, I was going to come at that niche with a vengeance. I was really just enjoying blogging so much at the time because I was brand new with it. I was just starting niche site after niche site after niche site. And at the time, you know, with my research, my very... Uh, beginner type research at the time because I was just getting into this. Uh, there was I didn't see any other sites on it. Um, I was just going to dominate the market. I was just ready to go with everything. So I sat down literally for probably a few days or a couple of weeks just doing research, doing more and more research, coming up with the niche ideas. I was joining forums. I was asking questions. I was trying to figure out who the market was and what it is that they wanted, what did they need. I was even joining... Um, I don't remember if I mentioned the Facebook groups as well, and just trying to engage with people who were doing this. And uh, I was really ready to take over this particular niche. I was gonna, I just had these visions of grandeur, right? I was like, I'm gonna have the biggest site on LARPing. And um, when I was doing my research, I realized something that I didn't, that I should have noticed in the very beginning. Um, me looking at it all these years later, I realized I would have noticed it very early on if I had just a little bit more experience, but. What I realized was that the number of people who were searching for LARPing, even at the time, 
there wasn't a lot of traffic there. Um, every keyword research tool that I was using at the time kept saying that there was absolutely no traffic. There was uh, some instances, zero traffic, uh, maybe less than a hundred or so thousand searches for the term a month, uh, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, a month. And to think about it, you know, you might think a hundred thousand is a lot, which it is, don't get me wrong. But if I'm going to create a website and there's a hundred thousand people searching for it every single month, in order for that site to really be worth it, I would need to get every single one of those searches onto my site. I need to find something that's literally in the millions, you know, something that's in the multiple millions uh, in terms of searches so that I can kind of infuse my brand. But that's something I did not realize early on. So when I came across that, instead of doing this one crucial thing, which was con was which was uh, cornering a broad market, I gave up and went in another direction because I got disappointed that there wasn't enough traffic there to justify the time and the effort that it was going to take for me to get that site up and running. So the problem was at the time I was still new to blogging and I didn't corner the broad market, which is what this, this tip is all about. If I had simply just niched up or I went straight up in the niche a little bit more, then I would have seen that there was a lot more traffic there. And I could have been in one of the first sites that talked about it, but then had some latitude to be able to talk about other things in the future. I could have found more people. You see, niching up for LARPing would have been something like cosplay. And if you know, cosplay is super huge right now where people get dressed up as their favorite Star Wars characters, anime characters, cartoon characters, um, even a Marvel stuff, there's entire conventions that literally take over the world, you know, uh, in, in these different types of um, cons and everything, right? But regardless, I didn't know that, you know, five or six years ago. And something like, uh, especially at the time, I believe, cosplay was getting around 2 million searches per month, which would have been good enough for me to go ahead and justify the time and effort it would have taken to build that site. So to this day, I still kind of kick myself as to why I didn't start that site. But if I had just looked at LARPing itself, I would have not made as much money because I would have been pigeonholed to talking to one particular, talking about one particular thing. And I wouldn't have been able to kind of spread out and talk about all the things. And at which point I would have been able to probably make a lot more money with it. So anyway, at the end of that story, I want you to take a few things from it. Number one, when you research a niche, don't be afraid of low searches. If you see something and maybe there's, you know, maybe only 10 or 20 searches a month for it. Maybe there's only 100 searches a month for it. Think about what part of the broader niche is that particular term in. If it's part of a bigger niche, then chances are you might be able to rank for more related terms that do get more traffic as your site continues to grow and make more money. So don't get stuck in just saying, oh, it's too small. Let me not worry about it. And then go on to something else like I did. Look at your niche and think about what part of the broader spectrum is this entire niche on, at which point I might be able to niche up and talk about more things. So as an example, uh, if you are going to create a site on Zumba, all right, once you have exhausted all of the topics that you can possibly come up with when it comes to Zumba, you might find yourself being stuck because the name of your site is bestzumba.com or something, right? But you won't be able to branch off into another topic, at least not easily. But if you go for a more broader niche, such as aerobics or health in general, and come up with a nice, uh, uh, short, really easy to roll off the tongue type uh, domain name, which shows that you're in part of the broader niche, 
All you would need to do now is just talk about Zumba early on and corner that broad market. Once you have cornered that little small piece of the broad market, now you once you've run out of ideas for Zumba, you can start talking about cycling. You can start talking about uh, other types of aerobics or something in, into that nature. That way you never run out of content ideas and you can end up coming up with hundreds, if not a few thousand ideas of stuff to write about versus if you just started the site just on that one thing on Zumba. So think about that when it comes to starting your niche, because if you think of it that way, you can literally start a site in almost anything and then not keeping it nice and broad so that you can continue creating content without ever running out of content ideas. All right. So that's it number three is to corner a broad market number two is to find the money all right find the money now i've helped a lot of people start their uh, affiliate marketing niche sites and a lot of them have had a lot of success but there's been an even greater amount of people who have not had a lot of success with it and the big reason for that it's because of lack of motivation. A lot of people get into stuff like this thinking that, oh, yeah, I can make money by tomorrow or next week or sometimes even next month. But to be honest, I had to learn this the hard way as well. OK. And in fact, this is a story for me to remain honest. It keeps me honest. Right. Because if you don't do this right, you're going to find yourself wasting time unnecessarily. So one day I was driving from California to uh, sorry, from Louisiana to California. And if you've ever driven from the East Coast to the West Coast, you know, that's one of the hardest treks to make is getting through Texas. Okay, Texas is just an insanely huge state with the way that it's uh it's way that it's shaped up. But when you reach Houston or get close to Houston, there's a few signs that says El Paso 857 miles. Now that is demoralizing, I will say, because you just see a sign that says 850 miles. That's that doesn't help anybody. I don't know why they even have that sign up. Because you look at it and you're like, oh my gosh, I have like the longest trek known to man. Because once you get through Texas, getting to California actually isn't that bad. You know, New Mexico and Arizona, once you get through those, it's fine. It's just getting through Texas, which is really, really tough. So I had a specific way that I got through it. And I got through it by coming up with small wins for myself. So I was thinking to myself, well, you know, it's going to be 200 miles to San Antonio and then 200 miles to Junction, Texas, and then 200 miles to Fort Stockton and then Van Horn and then Fort Hancock. And then eventually I got to El Paso. And every time I got to one of these other little smaller cities that not really many people know about, I was I gave myself a little bit of a celebration. Hey, I'm, I'm here. Let's continue moving on. You see, what I ended up doing was I broke down the entire journey into smaller wins. And by doing so, the whole journey didn't seem as long. It didn't seem as bad. So the same thing is true when it comes to our blogs. We are in a long, there's a long road to hoe to going from the, the coming up with the idea for what you want your blog to be about to the point of where you wanted to actually make your very first dollar. And if you don't start by finding the money early on, you're going to see that 857 mile sign and not want to continue. 
So if you find the money early on with a niche, find ways for you to make money faster with it, even if it's not going to be a ton of money, find something where you can get a few bucks here, a few dollars there. Maybe get that one big commission here as you're moving on from the moment that your site goes from zero to making you, you know, a thousand dollars a month, two thousand dollars a month, a full time income per month. You know, it really just depends on that. So. To give you some actionable advice with this, how do we break it up? How do we find the money? So before you even choose a niche, I want you to look at how you are going to monetize it. Don't just choose it because you love it or it's your passion. That's good and great to do, but you need to make sure that you can make some money on it as well. The last thing I want you to do is to go out there and spend six months, a year working on something and not have anything to show for it. Affiliate marketing is probably one of the best ways in which you can go. You don't have to worry about creating your own product. You don't have to deal with customer service. You refer people to products that are uh, in line with what it is you're talking about. And if they like it, great, and you get the commission. If they don't like it and all of a sudden there's some problems, issues, or concerns with the product, they don't come back to you. They go back to the manufacturer and deal with them, and then you as the affiliate get the rake in the cash, right? It really just depends on the tactic in which you're wanting to, to do. So to find some good affiliate programs before you even start your niche site, Google your niche and then the word affiliate program after it. And you're going to find all types of websites, usually of people who have already done the research for you. And then you see what they are promoting and then go from there. You can also find sites that are in your niche that are already out there that already exist. What things are they promoting? Join their email list. What types of pop-ups come up on their site when you go there? And what are they promoting? Click through, see where they are sending you. And by doing that, you'll see what they're promoting. And if it's a big site that's been around for a while, they've already proven the concept for you. At which point, all you need to do is just follow in their footsteps. Don't copy directly, but give. it's going to give you some ideas on what you can do to further monetize your site and be able to make some money early on. By using this and going the affiliate marketing approach, you'll start making money a lot faster than just waiting for something like display ads to start working for you, right? Because you only need one person to make a move in order to make money with affiliate marketing. So even if 10 people come to your site all month, if one of those 10 people actually make a purchase, you're going to make some money. Uh, I've used this process a lot of times, uh, really too many times, and I've used it with uh, students as well of my course. And I've had a few of them go through and within three to four weeks, they've started to make their own affiliate commissions. This is while their sites are still in the quote unquote sandbox or whatever you want to call it. They're starting to make commissions just that much faster. So once you find these affiliate programs, go ahead and apply for them. Just see what happens. A lot of programs don't really care who's in them. Some are a little bit more, you know, iffy on who they want to let in. So uh, if they deny you, it's not the end of the world, okay? It's not the end of the world if they deny you. Just put up your website, get five to 10 articles up there, make it look a little legitimate. And then after you've done that, then go back and apply again. Once they see that you have a legitimate site that's up and running, then... 90% of the time, they go ahead and approve you. If they don't approve you, it's not your fault. You've done all that you can do. Go find another program to promote. It's just that simple, all right? Get your site set up and then reapply, and then you can start making money with your site within a few weeks rather with before uh, within a few years, you know? So that's number two. Now let's go ahead to number one. Now this is the huge part when it comes to choosing a niche is to commit 
to your own success. Commit to success. Now, this is going to help you literally just punch failure in the face, all right? Because tell me if this has ever happened to you. You start on a new project and month one, you're super excited. You are just like, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. I cannot wait until I'm making a million dollars a month or, or whatever, you know, <laughs> whatever process or project that you're getting to, that you're starting on. You're super excited that first month. Month number two, you're still grinding. It's still new. Everything's great. You just, I'm just going to keep moving with this as much as I possibly can. Now, let's go to month three. Now, month three, you're kind of slowing down. You're like, all right, I'm doing all of this work, but man, I'm, I'm not seeing as much as I really thought I was going to be seeing, if anything. Month four, you start questioning life decisions, right? You start, you know, looking up at the sky and just thinking, what am I doing with myself? What am I doing with my life? And it's worse, sometimes other things will start popping up that seems a little more interesting, a little more exciting. And then you might even get distracted. And then what happens with, uh, by the time you get to month five? Maybe you give up. Maybe you start something new. And now that project you just worked two and a half, three months or so on, it's just there. It's an unfinished product. It's another half done project that you started and got absolutely nothing out of it. Now, this isn't just with blogging and affiliate marketing, but this is across the board. Usually, I think 90, 95% of people who start with this type of stuff usually give up by month four. And usually by month four is when you start to see things pick up. I can't stress to you enough that you cannot give up. You need to commit to the success. It's easy to see the joys and the benefits of what can happen when you finally get it right. But there's an old quote by Mike Tyson. He says, everybody has a plan until you get hit in the mouth. So what are you going to do when you get hit in the mouth with life? And it's not always, you know, internal things that are happening that are making us question our life decisions as to whether we should continue. A lot of times external forces are coming in at us. Maybe our family is constantly on us telling us that uh, why is it that we're spending so much time in front of the computer, you know, writing a blog? I mean, who does that? Right. You know, maybe something tragic happens in life and maybe we have to put it aside for a month or two. Do we ever return back to it? Um, maybe is a distraction that comes up really worth the time and effort that you might be turning to it or is maybe concentrating on yourself and trying to better yourself so that you can have a better life in the future more important to you. It really just depends. I'm not the person who can tell you this. Only you can decide those kinds of things. So what are you going to do when you get hit in the mouth? All right. Look, I've tried dozens and dozens of businesses. I've done a long, long laundry list of stuff that I don't even want to mention right here. Uh, let's just say one of which included moonlighting as a, as a DJ, you know, so I've done quite a few things. Um, but I will say that the ones that I stuck with the longest, the ones that I stuck with the longest, when I say longest, I mean at least six months or more, actually turned into some type of significant income. So there's a lot of the other things that I tried didn't really pan out after month one, two or three. I was just doing it maybe just to do it or because someone else suggested to do it. And then once I got into the weeds, I realized that this isn't really what I wanted to do. But when I stuck with something, for a, long, for a longer period of time, I had more success. You see, committing to, to really anything, it's tough because it partly means that you're going to have to work without always knowing the intended result. You see, when you work a nine to five job, when you're working your regular job, you know that the work that you're putting in, you're going to get a paycheck in two weeks. That's, that's it. 
That's what you're working toward, getting that paycheck in two weeks. Regardless of how hard you work or how not hard that you work, you're still going to get that paycheck at the, in two weeks. But when you're working on something that maybe you're doing it for the very first time and you don't know if this blog is going to, to pan out, you don't even know if you're doing it right. You're continuing to work on it, and man, it gets tough because you realize, man, am I doing this right? How come nothing's happening? And you're just in month two. You need to keep going with it. When you get to month four and things are still not working, now it's time to actually look at it and try to figure out, okay, what's what's going on? But if you're getting even small wins, you remember, going from city to city, if you're getting even small wins, then that should be enough for you to continue moving forward. Because it gets easier. Because nowadays, when I start a brand new niche site, it seems like it's a shorter amount of time for it to become successful. But that's only because I'm not concentrating on it every single day. You know, I'm not looking at the clock for 60 seconds and just sitting there thinking, man, it this is the longest 60 seconds of my life. No, 60 seconds is always 60 seconds. But if you're looking at the clock, waiting for it to ha- waiting for it to happen, then, yeah, it's going to seem like an eternity and you're going to start questioning life decisions. So t- to be a little practical with this, I want you to be realistic and commit yourself to blogging and affiliate marketing for at least six to 12 months. Then and only then should you consider either continuing or stopping. Okay, six to 12 months. That's all you have to do. Now, I know a lot of people are like, man, six to 12 months. That's a long time. And I guess you can can consider it to be a long time. But let me ask you, what was your uh, plan previously? What were you going to do before? Maybe work a job for 30, 40 years and hope to retire with love with enough money and and health to be able to enjoy it. Was that your original plan? Well, what I'm offering you takes. 12 months, maybe two years max. And you're thinking to yourself, two years isn't bad. If if this whole process took 15 years, you'd still be doing better than 30, <laughs> okay? So whatever it is that you're wanting to do, whenever you choose a niche, choose a niche and roll with it. Stick with it for six to 12 months because worst case scenario, you're going to have a great story and experience to be able to move on to the next site and then move on to the next site. And then you're going to finally get to the point to where, yo, you are making a full-time income. You're buying and selling niche sites. You're doing the things that are going to continue you getting the things that you want in life, the passive income, the uh, extra time freedom to be able to do what you want when you want, not being stuck in a nine-to-five job for 12 hours a day. You know, nine-to-five is less than 12 hours, but you know what I mean. (laughs) You're working usually more than just eight hours a day. But being able to do what you want to do when you want to do it, that does make a huge difference. And by sticking with it, you know, if I told you that, you know, you can have this kind of life within the next 12 to 24 months, why not take it and give it a try? You know, so to sum this all up, the best ways, the best known secret or sorry, best kept secrets to choosing a niche is the one corner abroad market, find the money and then commit to the success, right? Now, to do all of these things, no doubt is, um, I can't necessarily just press it all into this one episode, right? So to make it a little bit easier for you, I have put together a training that you can go check out over at bloggerevolution.com slash workshop. That's bloggerevolution.com slash workshop. And it's a free you know, training that I show you exactly how to go from A to Z with getting your websites up and running, the mindset that you need to have in order to continue moving forward with it and getting it to the point to where like I was able to do was able to quit my job doing this stuff full time, which I totally, totally enjoy.